Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Curbison. Join us, Reed Bacon. We have an amazing podcast for you. Before I get into it, if you're watching, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, leave a comment. If you're just listening, rate and review. Follow us on all those platforms and download and re-download. Helps us a lot. Uh, follow us on social media at Believe in Tennessee for our main account on Twitter, at rbacon26 for Reed, at Kyler Kerbison for myself on all social medias. Uh, and check out our merch, How We Doing Bud t-shirts in orange and in white. So you can get the link just below and check those out. Uh, on this week's podcast, we're talking basketball. That's the big story. That's what's going on. We got the Vols in the Sweet 16. They're playing FAU on Thursday. So excited. Uh, you know, explaining our feelings around the Duke win, what we expected and what came of it. Um, and, you know, we talk about spring practice and who we're going to be looking at because uh, we're going this Saturday. Uh, so, again, leave comments. Uh DM us on Twitter. Ask us any kind of questions that maybe you guys want answered when we go to practice. Um, but another great podcast. Let's jump into it. The game. Snap. The kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no, sir, Reed. No, sir, Reed. Final score. Tennessee 20, Florida. 17, pandemonium reigns. Looks, loads up, fires long for the end zone. The pass is going to be caught on Tennessee. Tennessee wins! by Tennessee to one Jennings. Jennings makes the catch in the end zone on the Hail Mary. Down at the 35 to the 40 to the 45 to the 50 to the 45 to the 40 to the 35 30 25 20 15 10 5. What did he do? All he did was score. Joey Pitt touchdown on play number one. All right, so before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. It is the place to go for betting, it is your number one source for betting. They have all the odds, all the team totals, all the parlays that you could ever want, and they cover every sport. You got NFL, you got NBA, you got tennis, you got golf, you got baseball, you got everything you could think of. It is the place to go if you're going to bet on anything and make anything exciting. So for first-time signups, go over to betonline.ag, and for a 50% welcome bonus, use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V at checkout and receive that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Um, got a shorter podcast this week, but still a doozy because Tennessee is riding high. I, I, I'm going to say that. Uh, it has been a very good couple of years under Danny White, and we're still rolling. Um, but before we get into big basketball stuff, Reed, how are we doing, bud? Kyler, this was the opportunity to say we have a great pod. <laughs> it doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter what we say on this pod. We are in the Sweet 16. That is definitely true. That's why we're definitely not what I expected. Can you see what it says? I can see it. So it is. So I had to wear something like this is the only. Well, no, I have this that says Tennessee basketball, and then I have that hoodie that I got that's Tennessee Volunteers. Doesn't say basketball, but it has the circle for the basketball, which I love that hoodie. It's in the washer. I bought this. I have a big problem buying stuff online. I love, you know, who doesn't love buying stuff when they're sitting on their couch? My only problem is, is they make money off me because if it gets here and it doesn't fit, then I just give it to my dad or it goes to Goodwill because I'm way too lazy to ship something back. I bought this (laughs) thinking that it was a dry fit. It is not a dry fit. It's It's cotton. It's cotton, which you know what? It's fine, but it's an XL and it's way too tight around my arms and chest and shoulders. So it's like, I can't be walking out like I'm trying to. What do you mean? What do you mean? Show them off. You work out real tough. Get them biceps out. Show the traps off. Come on. No, I I can't. I can't do that. I, 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 I just feel like a massive douche if I walk. Like, literally, I just feel like a, a loser and a douche if I walk out and I got tight fitting stuff. I, I've, well, I've never. Hey, here you go. There's loser one and then loser two. <sighs> yeah, but you're you're a fine to do that because you are legitimately a large unit. You are a big, <laughs> big man. So it's fine if you do it. Plus, you've lost weight. So it's like. You know what I mean? So I'm like, trying to show. show I'm trying to show it off as much as I possibly can. Yeah, I've never. Be, I've been. I've been fat since the first grade. So <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I lost weight, I'm like, yeah, let's go to the beach. Like, let me let me get them tight shirts, baby. You, you, you're saying I only get one X when I order shirts? That's crazy. I was a who dude. me? Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, for sure. For when sure. I was well, in the threes, I, I was it was three X all day. Well, I mean, it's wild that I go one X stuff now, and I'm like, if this shrinks, I maybe should get a two. All, all because I have put on like a certain on. fit. But yes, I just I want it like I'm fine if it fits decently tight around the traps, but in but like shoulders and chest, I want it to be loose. I don't I like you know that's why I'm always working out and stuff that's a little bit bigger, and so I just feel I just feel weird in it. But anyways, I had to wear this. Because it is all about Tennessee hoops, as you can see, the the background is progressing. So, as we were just logging in here, I was like, Kyle, he, Kyle was telling me to center up. I was like, Well, can you still see behind me? And you're like, Yeah, I, I see, I see the stadium. And I said, Did you just say the stadium or a stadium? I wanted him to know that it was obviously a Tennessee a picture of. of I'm, I'm just like, What else would it be? Like you got freaking Bryant Denny behind you. <laughs> You got you got Kroger Field sitting back there on this Tennessee podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then I asked, and I'm going to get something over here. I've got I've got something in the works for over here, but over here, you know, because I can do Tennessee Titans, Grizzlies, and yeah. I love I love this growl towel. I have about a nine million growl towels, is what they call them from going all the games. But that's my favorite because it says we don't bluff, and I love that. The Zach Randolph days, we don't bluff, boy. Yeah, what we need, what we need to is next time. Next time we're in Knoxville, we run into Vescovi's, get you a nice picture with him, put it back there, right behind there, <laughs> so you have a little basketball too. No, over here's gonna be over here's gonna be Titans, and then I might have something for above for above kneeling. But I almost, I almost, almost got my picture that I, I got you to autograph for me. And real, real quick, real quick for the people listening. <laughs> 
I have I have my my buddies Kyler and Tyler Williamson who play collegiately and they both play in the pros, but like they're my friends, my buddies. And so I also do this thing with some of my family members that I have family members, whether they didn't play in the college or not, but like I have them autograph something. That's something that I like. So I have like my cousins from when the, Lee from volleyball, Liz from basketball, uh, their their husbands from baseball and basketball. Like I've obviously got two pictures of you that are going to go up that are, I just haven't, haven't framed yet. Like, cause I get them professionally framed. So that's why I have Kyler's autograph. Matter of fact, my, you know, I have an autograph of my dad from just he and I playing golf. I took an action shot of him and said, dad autograph this for me. It's just something I like. Hey, I, hey, I can sign your tits too. If you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Ricky Bobby when he just gets going and then he starts signing his, his, uh, his uh, assistant, she's he's like, baby, you got to watch out. When I get in signing mode, I just sign everything. <laughs> I just wake up in the morning. I piss excellence. Oh, goodness, man. What? We have a great, I mean, just unbelievable week. Literally unbelievable week. I'm so excited. You and I are going to practice on Saturday. Get to break everything down. And I really thought that was going to be the only highlight. But the boys are in the Sweet 16, Kyler. Uh, dude. And, and, what what happened? Like, it, it, go back to our last pod. Like, in no way did I think this would happen. In no way did I think we would dominate Duke like we did. And I know that you loved it, especially because of the defensive performance. I just I, I talked about that we don't bluff and the grit and grind and Zach Randolph. I love when we play physical, we're going to play hard defense, nothing's easy. I absolutely get off to that shit. It literally gets me excited. I don't yeah. care football. I don't care if it's basketball. I don't care what it is. If you play physical and you make it difficult on someone else trying to score and trying to do what they want and you stop them and say, you want to do that and you can't because of me, I, I love it. I It will always be in my blood no matter how many years I'm on this earth, I love it. Hey, that's why being an offensive lineman is great because what you're doing is you're moving a man from point A to point B against his will. Yeah, and it's it's a it's an unbelievable feeling. But yeah, so I appreciate I I like when I have to come on this podcast and eat crow. Like that usually means something good has happened, and that's exactly. not because I'm not because I'm a hater, and I definitely wouldn't call myself a sheep. But, like, did I ever think Jalen Hyatt was going to go out and put five tutties on Alabama? No. But I was the first one to be happy to come on this and eat crow. Now, do I change my opinion of Rick Barnes? No. One one win does not change my opinion of Rick Barnes. I'm very happy for him. I'm very happy for this team. But if they, if you guys were listening to the game, he's been – he's the longest uh, – he has the most appearances in the NCAA tournament out of any active coaches. And that's because he's been doing it for so long. But I think he's got 27 appearances and one Final Four. Rick Barnes would go to the, the, the Final Four the next four years, and it's not necessarily probably going to change who he is. Yeah, exactly. All, I mean, you can – every coach that is coaching right now that has a Final Four appearance is on par or better than like Rick Barnes. Like, there's already parameters in place to see – every coach that has a national championship is technically above Rick Barnes. So, like – there, it's obvious. Yes, he is okay. He's good. You know what I mean? It's just like he's not great, and that's what you're saying. And I, and I don't 
I don't think that's wrong to say. I think basketball heads like, and you know, they take up more, but like if you get some of the talking heads on Fox, ESPN, CBS, they would all be like, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's a great coach. And that's fine. I don't even want to waste my time arguing with him. He's got the wins. He's got that stuff. But for me, it, it truly only matters what you do in March. I mean, like you can enjoy the regular season, but in no way, in no way, Kyler, when I go back and talk with my friends, when you go back and talk with friends, when we're talking with fans, when the people that are listening to this go back and talk to their friends, there might be two, three games that are regular season that you ever mention. But what you always mention is, do you remember when Bruce Pearl took us to the Elite Eight and we were almost, you know, uh, you know, we're we're 30 seconds away or come down to nitty gritty of beating Michigan State to go to our first Final Four. Do you remember when, you know, we lost in the tournament and got blown out by, you know, Michigan or whatever. I forget who it was and in, in Bruce Pearls like last year, like you remember those things. The only regular season games I really talk about are like games that like were memorable for me because I was there. So like in eighth grade when we beat Florida in 2006 and Jack and I rushed the court. That's why that's memorable. But like you remember for what you do in March, not that you can't enjoy the regular season. Anyways, I say all that to say I was not speaking hyperbole and I was not being a product of the moment when I said this is one of my favorite wins of all time, and it's because of how they played, and they they matched that defense with shot making. I thought some beautiful, beautiful execution. I mean, dude, 42.9%, 43% from three. What? Where was that? Uh, <laughs> we haven't sniffed that all year. That was incredible. I, I've never seen Viscovi get so hot, and then – Olivier, like, where have you been? Where have you been? Because you're a baller when you want to be. I mean, there was like a good 10-minute stretch where it was just him and nobody else, and he was just taking over the game. And I, you couldn't – I I mean, I would have bet you all the money in the world that that would not have happened. I agree. I mean, Olivier – clearly has the talent he has the ability we just saw that on saturday but like when's the last time it happened this year i mean the one like south carolina when he took over at south carolina i mean obviously he's had some other games where he's probably gone you know double digits but not where he's you know legitimately the best player on the on the on the court and when they went to zone and to see you know duke you could see duke had had a better you know, five-star talent athletes. Those guys could yeah. – I and mean, there's a couple times they're dribbling through the legs, one-step, leaner floaters, leaning back shots, like looking like little Dirk Nowinski's out there. And it's like, we don't have a guy that can do that. But you know what? Like, that's fine because you can still win. Like, you can still oh, you win. you win in game. other ways. You can win other ways. As long as you play your game, which is what we did, and we matched our very, very impressive defense – with shot making and execution, it was it was a literally thing. It was a legit thing of beauty. I mean, they go to zone. We pass it into the zone. Olivier turns, faces up. He hits a little shot. Maybe the next time they get it into him, pass it around, get it into him. He turns around, throws something else. You know, and then it's like everyone picks up and picks a piece. I forget who misses the shot and Julian Phillips come flying in out of nowhere with a putback dunk that is two points is a massive, massive technical offensive offense rebound in the momentum. Every time Duke and one of those athletes 
did something athletic and talented, we answered. And our answer was beautiful. I mean, it was it was absolutely beautiful. Then then you got Olivier with the, the putback to kind of seal it. You have him, him, him hitting open threes. I think we got Santi and Tyree Key getting offensive rebounds to extend plays. It yeah. was we we crushed them at every step of the way when they were trying to get get back in the game. Exactly. It, 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 there was a constant attempt by them. Uh, uh, oh, great. We made that shot. Okay, let, let's get back on D. Let's do this. And then Viscovi hits a three. Like, it was just every time they could have gotten a chance, we demoralized them on offense. And that's what we've been missing all year because we would shut guys down on defense and play hard and make them go use the entire shot clock to try and create something. Then they would score. We would go down and it'd be a turnover. It'd be a foul. We we would miss our basket. And then it's just like, how many times can you hold them on defense? How many times can you hold them through the shot clock? You're going to get tired. You're playing both sides of the court. It's like, eventually it's going to wear down on you. Like we have to make those shots to be competitive with anybody. That's a legit team. I, I mean, this and the best part about this is everything has opened up for us. The fact yeah. that we're playing FAU and not Purdue, the fact that Kentucky lost to uh, Kansas State, like, I love that. I would have been so nervous if Kentucky was our next opponent after we got out of that region. Like, I I would have hated it if that would have ended up happening. So, like, it's it's almost like you have to seize this opportunity in front of you. Let me let me jump in here and 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 say for me personally, I don't I I don't know why Kyler, but for me all this is gravy on the biscuit, and I know I know for a fact I'm in the minority because of what you just said. Yeah, and talking about capitalizing on it, I'm assuming 99.9 percent of the other Vol fans want to capitalize on it when I'm on Xbox Live and. I'm talking to Jack and I'm talking to some of these other guys and they're like, this is our opportunity. All we've ever wanted was one final four in our lifetime. This there's no perfect, there's no better time than this. But for me, I felt like it's like golf. If I go out and I've played well the time before, or I've practiced and I striped it and I go out hoping, I'm just hoping so bad to play well, or I'm, I'm going out like anticipating to play well because I played well. It, it shit hits the fan every time. Oh, yeah. It never it never goes well. But if I just go out there and I'm in a good place mentally, I'm just happy to be there. Beautiful weather. I'm feeling pretty good, and I just swing it and play. Usually, that's the best time I play. And so that's like how I am as a fan right now. Like those years of Admiral and and and, and Grant and even some of Pearl's teams when I'm younger. Yeah. And then even last year we win the SEC championship. And we're coming off that, and we got Kennedy Chandler. We got a five-star stud. He's a guard. Guards win in March. I'm like, F it. Like, this is our year. Like, give me an Elite Eight, Final Four. And then and then we lose to a Michigan team that probably shouldn't even been in the tournament. And, and that's where those hopes get so far, and I just get crushed. And honestly, I like where I am this year because I never expected us to beat Duke. Sure. And so now, and and what did I say on the podcast a couple of weeks ago? I said, just give me a Sweet Sixteen's all I want. Yeah, that's and all you want. And they've given me that, and and I hold true to that. Like in my heart, I'm still like, if we lose, I'm going to be bummed, and it's going to be upsetting. But I'm still going to look at this season as a massive success in my eyes. But I know, like you just said, and like Jack said, 
and Nathan and some of my other buddies and probably all of all nation, they're going to look at it like you're here now, capitalize. Don't have a South Carolina game like you did in football. You might not get another opportunity like this. And I totally respect that. And I understand it. It's mm-hmm. just different for me because I never expected this. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. It It is almost. It's also the way you view Rick Barnes, because it's like, I, you know, I'm not expecting you to get to Elite Eights and Final Fours all the time. And, and if you are, it would have been last year when we had SEC champs with us. You know what I mean? It, it's not it's not this year when you go six and seven down the stretch and you're you're hobbling into the tournament. Um, but I, I do think that like the bad taste of football being that close, but so far it's like I almost honestly I almost feel like if we win Thursday and lose Saturday, people will still be happy. Just oh, getting maybe. to Elite Eight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I mean like I said, me personally, I'm happy now. I'm I'm a hundred percent happy now. If they go and win Saturday or win Thursday and get to play against Saturday and say they come up a little bit short against Kansas State or Michigan State. You know, it's a massive success. It's just funny how basketball is. Like, like I said, you can enjoy and remember some regular season, but 10 years from now, five years now, from eight years from now, all you really do remember is Elite Eights, Sweet Sixteens, and yeah. years. You're, and you're, you remember the buzzer beaters in March. You remember the upsets. That That's that's what you remember about college basketball. Yeah, you remember the good things and the bad things. I will never, ever forget being up against up 20 against Mike Conley and Greg Odin and Ohio State and losing that. I will never forget Ryan Klein and Carson Edwards both going for 40 pieces and 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 beating us. I'll never forget watching the game with you and we lose to Sister Jean. Like, but now I can promise you I've got a good one in my memory bank that I'm never going to forget. And and the thing that made it so much sweeter, you know, Kyler, if we went out and we beat um Iowa State. We beat Minnesota. We beat beat Cincinnati. Any random school, we beat them like we did. That's a great win. We're in the Sweet 16. But the fact that it was Duke and the fact that Duke was the hottest team coming in, people were picking them to win the national championship. 10-0 run. Right. And when I was laying in bed and sick that Sunday night and I saw the thing came out, I said, man, Duke, second round, like – you know, but Dwight, uh, my my good buddy Dwight Tarwater, before that game started, which he 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 played college basketball. He's one of the best high school basketball players to come out of Knoxville lately, and he played, um, you know, at Cornell and then at Cal. He said this is. He texted the group, our our group. He's like, this is a great opportunity. I said, that's a great way to put it, because most of the time I'm nervous. Like, I hope we don't lose, and I'm like, skip, man, go out here and ball out. Like, it's a great opportunity. No one's expecting us to win. Nobody. So, you know what would have made it sweeter? Coach K was still there. I didn't God. even think about that. That would have been nice. Like that in, would have been nice. End his career that way. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think of I don't think anyone's career has ended worse than his by going 0-2 versus North Carolina. North Carolina. To senior night and then losing to them and then March Madness. Like, oh my God, that is bad. Hey man. 40% from field goal, 42% from three, 76, 10 of 13 on free throws. And we hit some clutch ones towards the end. You know, we might've missed one, but then we came back and hit the uh, the second one. I think Mayshack did it and uh, Olivier may maybe have missed one, but 
Man, they play good special, defense and make your free throws. Special time, and I'm excited. I think FAU is going to be a fun, a fun matchup for us. Yeah. Um, kudos to this team, man. I eat crow. I didn't think they could do it, and Olivier and those guys put had a tip dunk right back in my face. And I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely explain it like that. I yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait for Thursday. Um, and super excited coming to Knoxville. Come see you. Uh, yeah, I, it's a great weekend. You're going to come in. I always love when you come in and we chat and BS, and then we wake up and get our coffee and sometimes eat a little eat a little breakfast. I may may whip you up some pancakes, some bacon. Well, some there better be some bacon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'll just say this real quick. I, I did some notes last night getting ready for the – and the players I want to watch. Now, obviously, I thought I was going to have about 10 or 11. I ended up going – Oh, 40? <laughs> 18. 18. Yeah. Now, a lot of them, a lot of them are the transfers and, and guys that are, are freshmen. No no exactly. shocker there. But I really do want to be prepared this year. I've already gone through all the questions that everyone's asked us. We're going to answer those. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait to see Nico in person. I, that's the one guy I'm not necessarily fanboying and cleat chasing over, but I just want to see this kid spin it. Like, I mean – He's he's this the hype is real. Let's let's see what it's like. Exactly, I think that's what everybody wants to know. You know, I mean, there's the other spots, but Nico being the number one guy in that class, it's what's going on with the quarterbacks. So, yeah, yeah, man, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see you. Absolutely, gonna be awesome. All right, great pod. See you, brother. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you are watching, please uh, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and leave a comment. We love the comments. If you're just listening, rate and review, download and re-download. It helps us. Follow us on all those platforms. Uh, also, follow us on social media, at Believe in Tennessee for our main account, at rbacon26re, at Kyler Kerbison for myself on all social medias. Um, and we've got merch, How We Doing Bud t-shirts in orange and in white. So go ahead and check those out. The link is below. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. We got some big things on the horizon. Um, so you guys have stuck with us and fans can't wait to show you what's going to happen. Um, but as always, go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.